good morning. Uh, please find your more, most comfortable seat. Yan, sige po. Then, uh, be comfortable enough to allow your ears and your spirit to dive, sink, delve, and dwell into the presence of our God. So we are going to talk about the year of great miracles. We've been talking about that for seven, eight months now. At sa umagang ito, pag-uusapan natin is for favor, the favor. Sabi natin lahat, for favor. Sige sabihin mo nga sa katabi mo, favor naman. Yan. So we talk, we're going to talk about favor. So whenever we, we say favor, it talks about normally promotion. Pag sinabing favor, it's all about going up. It's never going down. It's about promotion. When we talk about favor, we can also talk about progress. Ang ibig sabihin, lumalago. Ang ibig sabihin, mas gumaganda. Pag pinag-uusapan natin ang favor. We can also talk about preferential treatment when we are discussing the word favor. Anong ibig sabihin ng preferential treatment? More or less, pupunta ka sa isang lugar, uh, ang ticket mo sa isang bus ay pang ordinary, pero pagdating mo sa bus terminal, ang sabi sa'yo ng isa, kulang yung, yung upuan sa air-conditioned bus. Hindi naman pwedeng iwanan ko yung aking mga kasama Pwede ba magpalit na lang tayo ng ticket? Binigay sa'yo yung ticket for the air-conditioned bus and you call that favor. Because it's better than what you basically should have pag sinabi natin favor. So when we talk about favor, it's the preferential treatment of God towards you. It's all about progress. And you can say it's all about promotion. That's favor. If we would see Favor is not earned. Pag ayan ay in-earn mo, ang ibig sabihin, hindi yan favor. It's something that you should be paid for. So, favor is not earned. It's not effort. It's not even entitlement. You are not entitled for that. We are living in a generation that everyone feels that they are entitled of something. We are living in a generation Kapag ikaw ay pumunta sa ibang lugar, people should treat you well. Dapat ipakilala ka na siya ay ganito, siya ay ganyan. We have this sense of entitlement. Now, we've been roaming around in many places, especially in the context of the church. Ngayon may mga pastor na, of course, hindi naman lahat, na ordain a bishop na ordered a doctorate, na ordained uh, apostles, and such thing. And I don't have any problem with that, a little bit of course, but generally, kung ngayon yung gusto nila, di ganon, but the point is this, pag isang pastor hindi mo natawag na bishop, parang meron siyang, hindi, dapat bishop ang itawag mo sa akin. Ang isang leader na pag hindi mo natawag sa kanyang description, parang nagkakaroon ng problema. Why? Because we are living in a generation 
na mas mahalaga sa atin ang title kaysa sa action. Ngayon, di ba rin ang wala kang nagawa, basta ang tawag sa'yo, sir. Ngayon, di ba rin ang wala kang masyado na-accomplish, basta ang tawag sa'yo, boss. And that's the generation that we are living right now. So whenever we talk about favor, even the favor of the Lord, sometimes we see our friends na parang, uy, nakabili siya ng motor, uy, nakabili siya ng sasakyan. Tapos minsan, meron tayong nararamdaman ng pagtatampo kay Lord, bakit ako hindi? As if we are entitled to such favor. So whenever we talk about favor, always remember it's not earned. It's not even part of your effort. And most of all, it's not entitled. Favor is given. Sabihin natin lahat, given. Because it's a gift. A gift is given. You don't earn a gift. For example, ikaw ay umaten ng isang birthday celebration, tapos may dalang regalo, then pagbigay mo ng regalo, siningil mo 300 yan, ha? For example, dito, sino dito yung pag nag-birthday ka, may dumating na kaibigan mo, may dala-dalang regalo, tapos pagkabigay sa'yo, humingi ng sukle. May barred, bili ko dyan, pero gusto ko lang talaga 200, balikan mo ako ng, balik mo sa'yo 300. May walang ganon. If you attend a certain celebration, particular birthday, or or uh, anniversary and such thing, when you give something you don't expect for a return, because you can never call it favor if it's being fed or earned. So whenever we talk about favor, it's not earned, it's not an effort, it's not entitlement. Why? Because it's given, it's a gift, it's grace. Biyaya. And the thing is this, you don't even deserve what you receive. You don't even deserve what you are having. And that's what we call favor. At marami sa buhay natin, naranasan natin ng favor ni Lord, kahit minsan unaware tayo. Maraming time sa buhay natin, na-promote tayo, nakatanggap tayo ng blessing, and we don't even understand why. Hindi ka naman nagtapos ng ganito ah. Hindi ka naman ah, deserving sa ganito, but still you, you got it. And that's what we call favor. So let me share a little bit of what favor is in the scripture. And how can we deal with, with having such favor of God in our lives? So let me read Luke chapter 4 verses 17 to 20. Ang sabi nito, And the scroll of the prophet Isaiah, it's quite clear that this verses is founded in the book of Isaiah. And later on, I will be reading the verses. Ang sabi nito, And the scroll of the prophet, the scroll, ang tawag nila sa Bible noon, scroll, of course, hindi siya hardbound na katulad ng ganito, it's, it's para siyang may, may dalawang tali o may dalawang uh, kahoy sa taas tapos scroll. Parang may iba nung sa salita. Hello. Tubikilos ang kaaway sa malinis na paraan. So dumihan natin ng konti. <laughs> And the scroll of the prophet, Isaiah was handed to him 
unrolling it, he found the place where it is written. So we looked at the scroll, and he went to Isaiah chapter 16. Pero basahin mo na natin yun sa Luke. Then he quoted from the book of Isaiah, and he said, The Spirit of the Lord is on me. Sino niniwala sa inyo nasa iyo ang Espiritu ng Diyos? Tignan mo ngayon katabi mo, mukha bang nasa kanyang banal na Espiritu o ang masamang Espiritu? Hello? Mukhang banal naman, medyo masama lang. Binagsama pa. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because He has anointed me. So, whenever the Spirit of the Lord is in you, it is down to man, equivalent. That you are anointed. Tignan mo yung katabi mo, tignan mo nga kung anointed yan. Meron bang, tingin mo meron bang anointed? Mukhang may anointed to. Wala na magtataas ng kamay kung yung katabi niya may anointed, ha? Sabi dito, And He has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom. For the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind to set the oppressed free, to set the depressed free, to set the problematic free, to set the oppressed free. And he said in verse 19, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then in verse 20, he said, Then he rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant, and sat down. The eyes of everyone in the synagogue were fastened on him. So that was the verse. And let me bring the context. The context of this verse is found in the book of Isaiah chapter 60, verses 1 and 2. Isaiah chapter 16 verses 1 and 2 and let me read from the book of Isaiah chapter 16. The Spirit of the Lord. Parang pareho, no? Yung kinukote niya sa Luke chapter 4 verses 18 and 19, kinuha niya sa Isaiah chapter 16 verses 1 and 2. Ganito yung sinasabi sa Isaiah 61 and 2 when Jesus was reading the scroll. He got from Isaiah from the two verses of Isaiah 16. 61. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. Sino napansin nyo pareho? Pareho? Ay, balikan natin. Sige, balik natin yung kanina. Parang hindi nyo tinignan. Sino napansin nyo pareho? The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. Sabi niya yan, He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. Tignan mo yung katabi mo. Sino dito yung broken hearted? Sige, sige. Broken lang, walang heart. Si ate dada, hindi broken hearted yan. Kung broken hearted si ate dada, paano pa iba? Ang ingay ng rest? <laughs> sabi dito, sabi dito, He has sent me to bind the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom 
Sabihin nga natin lahat, freedom. Can you say louder than that, freedom? To proclaim freedom for the captives and release from darkness for the prisoners. Ito sabi dito, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God to comfort all who mourn. Napansin nyo, when Jesus was reading, quoting from the book of Isaiah, he started to read, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me. He has anointed me. And he said about freedom. He said about uh, healing the brokenhearted and such thing. Then to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Sa Isaiah, meron pang kasunod yun. Sa Isaiah, pagkatapos yung sabihin to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of vengeance of our God. So mananotice mo, yung kinote ni Jesus Christ, yung verses from the scroll found in Isaiah 61 verses 1 and 2, pagkatapos yung sabihin to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, he closed the book. Hindi niya nabinasa yung kasunod. Ang kasunod noon is and the day of the vengeance of our God. Papasinin mo nga, even in the Old Testament, pag pinag-usapang favor, isang taon. Sabi natin lahat, isang taon. Pero pagdating sa vengeance, isang araw. To proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day. It's just one day. In other words, if you would compare the goodness of God in the old type of performance, third mill Christianity, or the Old Testament, it's what? 600, six, or 364 days of favor. And the event ends with only what? One day. Kaya pag pinag-compare mo yung favor, tsaka yung vengeance in the Old Testament, wala pa sa 1%. It's basically around 30.35% of the vengeance compared to the favor of God. Pero, isang araw na lang nga ang vengeance sa Old Testament o pag sinabi natin vengeance, you can uh, relate it to punishment, to the payment of, your, of the penalties, or to the anger of God that they say in the Old Testament, to the wrath of God that they say in the Old Testament. Kung ikukumpara mo na nga, wala na halos sa pertinent 365, yung isang araw lang doon, ang vengeance and everything is about the favor of God. Yun na lang nga, yung comparison, pero pagdating sa New Covenant, pagdating kay Jesus Christ, hindi pa niya isidama yung, 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 yung vengeance. He said to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. Then he closed the book. He did not even read the day of God's vengeance. So let me share with you three things. Number one, ayan, papakita ko muna. He rolled up the scroll, gave it back to the attendant. First, when we talk about favor, always remember is better than what we deserve. Sabihin ka natin lahat, better than what we deserve. You don't actually compare favor towards other people. For example, kasi yung iba ganito ang tingin nila sa favor. 
Sasakay ako ng eroplano kasabay ko si Pastor Julius. Pareho kami ng ticket economy. Then tinawag ako bigla ng attendant. Ang sabi sa akin, Sir Paul, sa, sa, sa business class na kayo. Then I will compare what happened to me to someone else that I am being treated better compared to others. And we define that favor. Some defines that preferential treatment. But no, you don't define favor that God is treating you better than the others. Favor is God treating you better than what you deserve. Hello? Na ang deserving mo punishment. Ang deserving mo is to be penalized because of the mistakes, because of the sins you've committed, the things you've done, because of the thoughts you used to think of. He closed the book. He closed the book. Let, let me read it once again. Babasahin ko ulit ito, ha, paghasamahin natin yung verse. Sabi dyan, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor and the day of the vengeance of our God. Sabi dito, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. And after he read that, he rolled up the scroll. Sabi ang translation ng sabi, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor, then he closed the book. So it's very obvious the difference. Kung makukuot ka ng, ng verse scripture in the Old Testament, kuot mo lahat. Pero why did Jesus close the book after he counted the year of the Lord's favor? You know why? Kasi pagdating sa New Testament, pagdating sa New Covenant, God doesn't condemn anyone anymore. Ang sabi niya sa John chapter 3, verse 16, alam na alam natin, di ba? For God so loved the word that He gave His only begotten Son, and whoever believes in Him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. But we seldom forget the next verse, verse 17. He had come not to condemn the word, but to save the word from their sin. Ang sabi sa verse 17. The point of the matter is this. Marami pa mga churches, marami pa mga pastor, marami pa mga mananampalataya. You hear from their mouth, you hear from their lips, na kung nagkasala ka, papaluin ka ng Diyos, parurusahan ka niyan. Alam mo, kaya si ganito may sakit kasi pinarusahan siya ng Panginoon. Alam mo, si ganito kaya naghihirap kasi nakagawa ng pagkakamali yan. Pinaparusahan niya ng Diyos. I don't want you to understand. Sin itself punishes us. Kung naghihirap ka, hindi dahil pinahihirapan ka ni Lord. Kung ikaw ay nagkakasakit, kung nyari ako ay nakaraan, I really felt sick. Why? Kasi natuyuan ako ng pawis. That's the normal way of things. Because we are living in a cursed world. But the point is this, you never should attribute the bad things that happen to your life. Sa Diyos. Because in the heart of God, He will never condemn you anymore. For there is now therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. Ayun ang sabi sa Romans 
chapter 8, verse 1. Right? God treats you better than what you deserve. That's the reality. He sees you better than what you've done in life. Kung ikaw ay merong personal na relasyon sa Panginoon, naniwala, nananampalataya ka, naging aware and awakened ka sa ginawa ng Panginoon sa buhay mo, I want you to understand, God sees you not a sinner anymore. Nagkakamali ka ba ba? Oo. Nagkakasala ka ba? Tignan mo yung katabi mo, tanongin mo, nagkakasala ka pa ba? Bagay yan, humindi. Sabi mo, it's a joke. Nagkakamali yan, nagkakasala yan. Walang perfecto na nabubuhay sa taong ito pag pinag-uusapan natin yung buhay. Pero alam mo ba kahit hindi ka perfect, ang tingin si Lord sa'yo is perfect? Kahit hindi ka righteous in your behavior, ang tingin sa'yo ni Lord, you are the righteousness of God in Christ. Because He treats you better than what you deserve. Instead of bringing vengeance to you because of the mistakes you've committed, sins you've done, instead of penalizing and punishing those actions we've made, thoughts we've thought of, and description pa rin ni Lord sa atin is righteous, faithful. Naalala nyo sa Church of Corinth, may mga incest, may mga hindi magagandang nangyari, pero ang sabi sa kanila ni Lord, do you not know that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit? Instead of accusing them as gross sinner, instead of telling them ano ba naman kayo, ang sasama nyo, ang dudumi nyo, instead of telling them how dirty they were, Paul told them, nakalimutan mo na ba? ng iyong katawan. Biruin mo, nagkakaroon sila ng mga incest, nagkakaroon sila ng mga immorality and adultery and such thing. Pero ang paalala sa kanila ni Apostle Paul, nakakalimutan mo na ba na ang katawan mo ay tahanan ng banal na espiritu? Tao lang naman ang magaling, magaling mangkondem eh. Yung tropa mo lang naman yan eh. Barkada mo. Minsan, kapamilya mo, yun laging pinapaalala yung mga pagkakamali mo, laging ine-emphasize yung mga pagkukulang mo, people, they love doing that. We love doing that. But in the sight of God, God never emphasizes your mistake. God never magnifies your sin. He always sees you, treats you better than what you deserve. Amen. So let me let me continue. Pangalawa. When we talk about favor, it's bigger than what we dream. Amen. Alam mo ba pag pinag-uusapan ng pabor ni Lord, mas malaki pa 'yan kaysa sa kaya mong pangarapin. Mas malaki pa 'yan kaysa sa kaya mong pangarapin. Naghanap ako ng ibang Tagalog eh. Balik na lang ulit tayo doon. Wala na akong maisip eh. Mas malaki pa yan sa iyong dream when we talk about the favor of God. And I want you to, to see it. 
to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. So let's talk about favor. So bakinuha yung salitang favor. Let me let me read this. Let me read this. The pro, to proclaim the favorable year of the Lord. Ayan yung ibang translation. Pag sinabi natin favorable year of the Lord, it simply means the day when salvation and the favor of God abound greatly. Sabi natin lahat, abound greatly. Yung hindi na punishment yung emphasis. Hindi na parusa yung emphasis. Old Testament yun. Kaya nga namatay si Kristo sa Cruz to take away the curse of the law. Wag ko kayo masyadong malilito pag naririnig yung curse of the law. Ang ibig sabihin ng curse of the law, nakabase yung blessing ni Lord sa buhay mo sa performance mo. Pag sinabing curse of the law. Kasi walang perfect. Ang sabi sa James chapter 2 verse 10, If you are able to do nine out of the ten commandments and you miss one, sampu yung ten commandments, di ba? Yung siyam na gagawa mo, thou shall not steal, thou shall not kill, o hindi ka nagnakaw, hindi ka nag, 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 namata, o pumatay, o whatever, pero sumablay ka sa isa. Ang sabi doon, you have committed the ten. Perfect lang or zero ang grade ng performance-based Christianity. Kung naka-anim ka out of ten, ang grade mo pa rin zero. Because if you miss one, you miss all. That's the principle of the Ten Commandments. To proclaim the favorable year of the Lord na ang favor ay nag-aabound kaysa sa mga negative things sa buhay natin. The word favor actually comes from the word dectos. Sabihin nga natin lahat, dectos. Yung mas palakas nga dyan, dectos. Hindi dextros, ha? Dectos. Which means acceptable. Favor is acceptable. Ano ang ibig sabihin? For example, si Matthew. May mga ginawa siyang hindi maganda. Nasaktan niya yung puso ko, pero tinanggap ko pa rin siya. That's what we call favor. Yung hindi mo deserve, pero ginawa pa rin para sa'yo. Favor denotes that most blessed time, we are living in the most blessed time when salvation and the pre-favors of God profusely abound. Dalian na lang natin. Pag sinabi nating dektos, N-O-W, sabi nga natin lahat, now. Can we say louder than that? Now. So now blessing. Hindi yan tomorrow's blessing. Hindi yan yesterday's blessing. Uy, mga nakaraan, binilless ako ni Lord, that's good, be grateful. Alam ko, ibibless ako ni Lord next week, that's good, you believe it. Pero pag sinabing favor, it's not about yesterday, it's not about tomorrow. When you talk about favor, it is a now blessing. Hello? Kaya kung now blessing ang ibig sabihin ng dektos or ng favor, ang tapat na believing mo ay... Now. Now blessing entails now believing. Hindi yung bukas. Lastly, lastly, ah, sige, basahin ko nga ito, isa ito sa mga favorite verses ko eh. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20, the passion translation. Never doubt God's mighty power. Sabihin mo nga sa katabi mo, huwag mong pagdududahan ang dakilang kapangyarihan ng Diyos. Never 
never doubt God's power to work in you and accomplish all this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest requests. Ang i-achieve daw ni Lord more than your greatest requests. Your most unbelievable dream and exceed your wildest imagination. Kung kayang isipin ng isip, kayang gawin ng Diyos. Amen? Dati, ang sabi, imposibleng lumipad ang bakal. Imposibleng lumutang ang bakal sa dagat. May mga nakaisip na pwede. Nagsabi ang lahat, hindi pwede yun. But there was this two brothers who said, hindi, pwedeng lumipad ang bakal out of aerodynamics. Wala, tinawanan sila ng tinawanan. Until right now, pretty normal. Napaka-normal. Pag nakakakita tayo ng aeroplano, hindi na tayo namamangha. Kasi naging normal na siya. Bakal yun na lumilipad. Barko na lumulutang. Bakal yun, hindi yun kahoy. Bangka, kahoy. Barko, bakal. Hello? It can go more than your wildest imagination. Kung kayang isipin ng isip, kayang gawin ng Diyos. Amen? Lastly, it's brighter than what we display when we talk about favor. It's not only better than what we deserve and bigger than what we dream. It's also brighter than what we display. Ito nakakatawa sa favor ni Lord. Ang kakayahan ko, Hanggang dito lang. Pero ang pagkilos ni Lord, lagpas kaysa sa skills na meron ako. Ang kakayahan ko, hanggang doon lang. Ang kakayahan ko, hanggang pumunta lang ng ganitong lugar. Pero pag si Lord kumilos, it's more than what I can do. It's brighter than what I can display. The Spirit of the Lord is on me, He said. Because He has anointed me. Sabihin nga natin lahat, He has anointed me. Yung malakas ng konti kaysa dyan, yung kunyari naniniwala. Yan. Sabihin natin lahat, He has anointed me. Do you know that God has chosen you? But ayaw niya, pakipindot na lang nga dyan. That God has chosen you. He has chosen you. You are anointed. Pag sinabing anointed, you are separated from the others. God has chosen you. Not only that He has chosen you, ang sabi dito sa verse, He has sent me. He called you. And set, to set the press free, He has commissioned you. Ang maganda sa favor ni Lord. Parang feeling ko nag-i-speak lang ako dito. Nakikinig kayo sigurado, siguro mga kulang-kulang 200 na tao. I don't know the exact numbers. And I might be touching close to 200 lives. Pero alam nyo, pag si Lord Gumilos, it's bigger than the numbers. It's bigger than what you've done. It's bigger than what you have spoken. It's bigger than the capacity of your skills nor of your giftings. 
Pag si Lord kumilos sa buhay mo, mamamangha ka na lang. Kikilos at kikilos siya. Better than your imagination. Natutuhaw ako sa Panginoon. I, 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 I tell stories not to brag but to boast of the Lord's grace sa buhay ko. Actually, next week, I was supposed to be in the U.S. Kaya lang, actually, hindi ko pa sinasabi kay Pastor Glenn na hindi ako pupunta. Hindi muna ako tutuloy. Kasi nakakainis mag-travel. I might push it mga third week siguro ng November. Pastor Glenn Johnson is actually retiring on the 18th of September. Magre-retire na siya as the senior pastor of FCC Faith Center Church. Ang papalit sa kanya si Joel, yung kanyang anak. And he was asking me to be there September 10 hanggang 19 for, for nine days, seven days to be exact, two days travel. And we were talking on the phone. Sabi niya, Faith Center has been a partner of remission ng EFC. And I'll be retiring even though yung anak ko yung papalit sa akin, it's still a different person. Nakuha natin. Kaya you must build a relationship kay Joel. Kung ako pag-uusapan, you don't even need to talk to me for one year. I will still love you. I still help you. Sabi ni Fiji. But of course, my son is different from me. So you need to be there for that purpose. Para yung connection ng EFC tsaka ng Faith Center hindi mawala. Then, of course, some of my friends heard na I'm flying to the US. Doon na ako ng problema. I'm invited to speak sa San Diego, sa San Francisco, Idaho, and I'm even invited to speak sa Portland. Eh, iba't ibang Sunday yon. Yung binilang ko, mga anim na Sundays. Kaya sabi sa kanila, hindi na ako tutuloy. Dito na lang ako sa Pilipinas. Mas masarap dito. That's actually six weeks. I just can't live my life in the US for more than eight days or nine days. But the point is this. Maraming tao, pupunta ng mga pastor sa ibang bansa, a-attend sila ng conference, a-attend ng seminar, pupunta ron. But God has favored me whenever I fly to Thailand, US, Canada, Abu Dhabi, Dubai, London, and many other nations I can't mention, I don't attend conferences, I don't attend seminars. I go there to speak sa mga churches, conferences, anniversaries. And imagine, hindi ako pinakiyat ng stage yung Fortier High School ako. Dahil sa sobrang kulit ko. Binigay yung diploma ko pero hindi ako pinag-graduate pinakiyat ng stage. And who would know that you are going to be invited, get to be invited in many nations not to be an attendee, but to be a source, resource, keynote speaker. And I want you to understand, you cannot attribute those things in your skills. You cannot attribute those things in your accomplishments. You can only attribute those kind of things by the favor of God.
Amen? And I'm telling this to let you know, si Lord Pagkumilos, it's better and brighter than what you can display. Amen? Hanggang dito lang yung kaya mo, basta alam mo sa sarili mo na ginawa mo yung best mo, ang magiging resulta nun is better than what you've done. Why? Because God works better and brighter than what other people can see. Amen? Parang yung nag-share ako ng gospel sa classmate ko sa Padres Point, alam niyo naman yung istorya, di ba? Alas dos ng madaling araw. It took me five years to know na yung pag-share ko pala sa kanya ng gospel nagresulta sa pagiging youth pastor niya. Ang akala ko, sinare ko lang yung gospel. Yung pala yung naging bunga nun sa kanya ay mas malaki kaysa sa inaasahan ko. And I want you to understand, give your best, give everything you got pag pinag-uusapan ang para kay Lord. Amen? Pag pinag-uusapan ng ministry, pinag-uusapan ng pagbibigay, pinag-uusapan ng mga bagay na kaya mo, bigay mo lahat. Oo, minsan titignan mo, pag ginawa mo to, hanggang dito yung magiging resulta niyan. Kasi yung iba mas, mamag- mas magagaling kaysa sa akin eh. Pero I want you to understand, pag pinag-uusapan ng favor ni Lord, hindi siya earned. Amen? Hindi siya entitled ang favor ni Lord binibigay. Whenever you give your best, and that's, that's what I, I believe in life. Give everything that I have. Si Lord, pang nagpalik at nagpalit, sigurado, mas higit kisa sa binigay ko. Amen? And that's what we, we really believe. Guys, it's better than what you deserve. Bigger than what you dream. And it's brighter on what you can display. That's the favor of God in our lives. Tayo tayong lahat. Let's all rise. Let's sing the song, Lilim. we sing this song I challenge everyone to expect the favor of God in our lives you know in your heart you're doing what you can do and there's always limitations that we can do but we don't see the limitations if God has gifted you of something given you skills on something if you have a business right now working. Sometimes you don't like your boss. Sometimes you feel that your company is not fair. Alam nyo ba? Laging may favor si Lord sa mga kumikilos more than the fairness of life. Hello? Yung kahit feeling mo, dapat ganito, pero binibigay mo pa rin yung best mo. Hindi na yung kumpanya, hindi na yung tao ang magbibala sa'yo. Si Lord na, it will become brighter, bright, brighter, bigger, and better than what you deserve, your dream, and what you can display.
on, say it out, say it out. Can you say it once again? Come on, the, the loudest that you can, ang papuri ko. Amen. 